Shalom to all. Today we're learning Masechus Subas Parak Zayin Mishnah Yud and Parak Ches Mishnah Aleph. And today's Mishnahs are being learned B'schos Esther Bas Rachel Shishi B'zechir Fine Ruzivig Hagon Bekarav Mamish. And we continue talking about a mum that a man has. The following things are reasons that we're going to force a man to divorce his wife. Even though the Chum said in the previous Mishnah that if he develops a very big mum, such as he becomes blind or his hand gets chopped off, we're not going to force him to divorce her. These things we will force him to divorce her. And of course, she doesn't want to stay married to him. What are these things? Number one, Mukashchin. If he develops saras, ubal polipos, if he has this condition, which is some sort of terrible smell that comes out of his nose, or if it doesn't have to do with the mum, but it has to do with the job that he has, such as v'hamakamets, if his job is gathering all the dog, dung, and refuse from the city, or v'hamatsarif nechayshes, if he's a copper miner, v'habursi, or if he's a hide tanner. All these things will force him to divorce her. Bein chayubam adshalanisu, beimishanisu naldu, whether he had these things before they got married, or if he developed them or got this job after they got married, it doesn't make a difference. If she doesn't like it, we can force him to divorce her. While Kulan, in regards to all these things, Amr Meir of Meir says, Avil Pishahisna Ima, even though he made a Tanai with her, and he stipulated very clearly before they got married, you should know that I have this bad smelling nose condition, or that I'm a hide tanner, for example. And she agreed, and she said, no problem. Still, after they get married, she's able to say, I thought that I was going to be able to handle it. But now I can't handle it, and I want a divorce, and we will force him to do so. Now, say that no, she has to accept it against her will. Once she gave it her stamp of approval by marrying him and knowing beforehand that this is his condition, she can't now say, oh, I don't like it. Except for if he has saras, and in that scenario, we will force him to divorce her. Why is that? That's because it wears him away. Meaning when a man who has saras has tashmish with his wife, it wears down his skin and it's actually detrimental to his health. And that's how we're going to force him to divorce her, not because of her taina, but because of his health. I will include with a story, there was a story in Sidon with a certain bursi, a high tanner who died, and he had a brother who now is the Yavam, who is also Bursi. Amr Chum and the Chum said, She's able to say, I was able to accept this from your brother, meaning I was able to stay married to him, but from you, I don't want to accept it. I'm not interested in being married to you, and therefore we would force him to do Chalitza and not Yibam. And now we've gone to Parakhas Mishnah Aleph, we're going to be talking about a woman's Nechsei Malog. And we've mentioned this previously in the Masechta and in Masechta Yavamas as well. And this refers to Nechasim that belonged to the woman. However, her husband has the rights to the pay rise, he gets to benefit from these nechasim. So for a very simple example, if she brings an apple orchard into the marriage, he's allowed to benefit from the pay rise from the apples. Now this mission is going to detail whether or not she's allowed to sell these nechasim alug. On one hand, they belong to her. On the other hand, her husband has the rights to the pay rise. So Misha tells us, A woman who had nechasim fall to her, either someone gave them to her or is through Yerusha, and she got them before she got engaged. And then she got engaged. She accepted Kiddushin. So both agree that she's allowed to sell them or give them away. The Kaim, that's 100% valid. However, if they fell to her after Arison, so says Timkar, she's allowed to sell them. says Timkar, she's not allowed to sell them. That's because the husband, after he marries her, will have rights to the pay rise. So already now, after Arison, she doesn't have the right to sell them, thereby making her husband lose on these rights to the pay rise. However, both of them agree, that if she sold them or gave them away, it's 100% valid. Now, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said that they asked Rabbi since he was Zaycha in the woman, he was Makadish already, shouldn't he be Zaycha in her Nechasim to the extent that she should be able to be prevented from selling them? 
them. So Armelhemi told them, Al Chadashimanu Baishem. We're embarrassed in regards to the new ones. El Shatemagalgamalenusayashanim, you're rolling even the old ones onto us? Now what's this talking about? So we're gonna see in the very next statement in the Mishnah that if property fell to her after they got married already, she's not allowed to sell it. And even if she sells it, the husband can take that property away from the Lukuchas, from the ones who bought it, because he has rights to the pay rise. And she doesn't have the right to make him lose his rights to the pay rise. So Ramagamalil is telling the Chachamim is that on these Chadashim, these things that fall to her after they got married, we're embarrassed to say that she's not allowed to sell them. Because why shouldn't she be allowed to sell them? They're hers. She owns the actual thing. And just because her husband has the rights to the pay rise, that doesn't mean she shouldn't be allowed to sell the actual thing itself. And so we're embarrassed about that. And now you're rolling onto us old ones. Namely, you're asking about property that fell to her before they got married. For sure, she should be allowed to sell those. And we continue with the Mishnah. Nafalom and Shani says, let's say property fell to her after she got married already. Both of them agree. If she sold them or gave them away, husband could take them away from the ones who bought them. What about Ad Shalani says? Let's say the property fell to her before they got married, after Kiddushim, but before Nisuin. Then says, and then they got married, and then she sold them. So Ramagamil says, If she sold them or gave them away, Kayam, it's valid. And once again, we have the same conversation. Amr Khanir ben Akavya, Khanir ben Akavya says, Amrul Fanir ben Gamliel, I said in front of Gamliel, Hail Vazacha Isha, since he was Zaychin the woman, he already married her. Lo Yizku ben Achasim, he shouldn't be Zaychin the Achasim to the extent that she should be prevented from selling them. So Amr told them, Al Chadashim Anu Baishem, El Shatamagagam Alenus Hayashanim, we're embarrassed to say that even when it falls to her after Nisuin that she's not allowed to sell them, and you're rolling on to us that if they fell to her even before Nisuin, she's not allowed to sell them. And if she sold them in this situation, that they fell to her before Nisuin, and she sold them after Nisuin, that is a valid sale. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Bays and Gimel, continuing to talk about this. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.